get started yes okay um so i'm so excited to start this project with you and i figured today we should um start since this is our first one with a little backstory of how we kind of came up with this idea and why you are our first guest um so several weeks back in october we were talking you had messaged me because i had commented on an episode of sin filtro saying that they needed to have you on the show and you were like why like can i just ask you like why do you want to hear from me like what do you want to hear and i was like well i i want to hear about your experience with bachata and i want to hear your perspective to all these questions that biscuit asks all the time to the traditional artists on on sin filtro um and and from there our conversation kind of morphed into this discussion about how so many voices are left out of these 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 podcasts and these interview shows right because they're mainly focusing on the big name instructors performers organizers DJs right but there's so many smaller level community organizers that are left off or even just social dancers that have so much to give and they have their own stories and their own passions and they're such an enormous part of our scene like without social dancers we wouldn't have DJs yeah. play, you know we wouldn't have anyone to play music for we wouldn't have events to organize we wouldn't have anyone to pay for our lessons like you know like they drive the scene so um i remember like i went to a yoga class right after and i as i'm going through like my flow i'm like we should do a show like where we just talk about social dancing. And then when I messaged you, you were like, actually I was thinking the same thing. Right? So, yes. um fast <laughs> so forward. Weird. Here we are. Yeah, so Here we I, are. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. So, um Thank you so much. Yeah, is there anything you wanted to add to my story? Any opinions on that? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for coming up with this great idea. This is like this is the example of how to add something valuable to the community. I really I love the idea. So, and thank you for having me and to how do you say like start off by having me here and yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited and um it's going to be very exciting and interesting to see like where you're going to take this project and who you're going to bring here for the next time and and so on and see what everybody has to say and so that everybody can share uh, share their stories and um i think also this is a a great way for for us to get in know to get in know each other and um yeah like just like you said to uh, to bring up uh, people's voices yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and it's my pleasure mm -hmm. um okay so to get us started just briefly tell us like who you are where you live okay so my name is Isolde Lavenholm um, I'm from Sweden, Gothenburg, where I'm 
live and I'm raised here and I'm raised here with my Swedish mom. I'm half Dominican, but um, I did not grow up with uh, my father, so uh, I did not grow up in a Dominican setting, like uh, in the Dominican culture. Uh, I had to found that that side of uh, my roots by myself and discover and going back to DR and yeah. <laughs> uh, what more uh, do you want to know? <laughs> uh, I think that's a great start, um, mm -hmm. especially because you you recently mentioned that to me. I think in that that conversation we were talking about, and I was so surprised because when I met you. Um, I met you, what, three years ago mm -hmm. at Carlos Cinta's teacher training in Chicago, right? Wait, you, it freezed, it freezed. Oh, okay. Well, um, hopefully, yeah, sorry. hopefully we'll get the final video that everything's okay. But yeah, so I met you yeah. three years ago at Carlos Cinta's teacher training in Chicago, and I had already seen you on videos with Adam Taub dancing. So... I thought you were like this famous instructor, this amazing dancer. And I also assumed, like I made the false assumption that you were really like, like you had grown up in your Dominican culture. So when you mentioned that, oh, I was yeah. like, what? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you also briefly mentioned in that conversation um, how you found bachata. So do you want to talk about your first experience with bachata? Yeah, I would love to, to um, dive into that if it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, I would say it's a bit of a long story. I will try to keep it <laughs> kind of short, but um, okay. I have the tendency to, to run off with it. So, okay. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, yeah, but just like you said, actually, there's been so many, uh, so many that's been thinking the same thing as you that I grew up with the dance and and just like every other Dominican, but no, I did not. So <laughs> that's why I also feel like it's important for me to share that side of my story, how I got into the dance. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, I would say like, um, okay. I remember Let's, you told me the musical artist that you heard first. Do you remember that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's true. So, um, my first impression, like my first contact with bachata was of course the music. Uh, and it was Aventura. It was when uh, they came out with Obs uh, Obsession, like back in one, uh, like 2001 or 2002 or something like that. And I was just a teenager. So this music was playing on an MTV and right away I fell in love with the music. Uh, like as soon as I knew that we're Dominicans too, I, like I always wanted to connect to that part of um, my roots and uh, like living here in Sweden mm -hmm. I always wanted to connect with my Dominican side so I remember like being a teenager I would play their songs and try to learn Spanish by their by their lyrics 
like I would go into the internet and find the lyrics and I would practice them. And so I would listen to Aventura, but I didn't know any other bachata music like until I went there uh, to, to live there for a few months in DR. I went there 2010 and I stayed there for like seven months so that I could reconnect with my roots and family and learn Spanish. So, um, so I would say like after that whole, um, that whole trip, the music that I came home with, uh, came home to Sweden with was bachata and dembo. So, um, that, that's how I got into like finding the music, connecting to the music and uh, dancing wise, it's another story. <laughs> so dancing would be, uh, back in 2008, I had a boyfriend who, who introduced me to, um, what, what, what he thought was bachata, like what's, what everybody's saying was, was bachata, basically. So I would call this modern bachata uh, because there were some videos blowing up around that time. And so he, he, he was also a big uh, Aventura fan. And um, so he, I remember he showed me like the basic sides, side basic, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it didn't stick with me. I was like, I don't know. It, just I was not curious and I don't know I was like honestly I wasn't that interested um, of what I saw so um, he actually was the one who introduced me to dancing salsa so I started dancing salsa I went to dance uh, salsa dance schools and um, like let's fast forward a couple of years and it's let's say 2013 and I'm at the school dancing salsa. And as I'm like always waiting on my dance classes, um, they would have a, a bachata dance classes. Um, what I didn't know around that time was that they were dancing sensual because as I said, I did not grow up Dominican and I didn't know anything about dance. And the little that I've already had seen here in Europe was not my cup of tea like i was like mm -hmm. mm. i wasn't curious and um, i remember my mom was always like why don't you want to like she she's even though she's swedish she has always been very encouraged so you were saying um your mom even though she's swedish she's always been very encouraging to you to connect with your dominican side yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I remember one time. Um, Let's pick it back up um, where you started talking about the dance classes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so as I was sitting and waiting for my salsa dance classes, uh, my teachers would try to lure me into their sensual class, uh, get me to uh, join the class. So I would like, uh, one or two times and then 
And then I felt like, nah, like this is not my thing. I, I'm gonna stick to salsa. <laughs> and then after class, somebody said like, but you're Dominican, how come you don't dance bachata? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'm <laughs> Dominican, but um, I, I don't know anything about bachata. And uh, this is not, this is not for me. Like I love the music, but I'm fine with just loving the music. And then a friend told me, a dance friend, he was like, but maybe you would like Dominican bachata. And it's fast music, fast footwork, and it's just different. Like, you know what they always used to say. And this is 2013, let's not forget about that. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's more my thing because um, I have danced carnival uh, samba for several several years, like all my teens. So, and I also, before, before salsa, I was dancing a lot of uh, house. So, I'm more like for me uh, dancing it's easier to express myself from like the waist and down like from yeah I'm mm -hmm. not so much with arms and doing yeah <laughs> I'm the same I'm the same yeah so that's why I was like yeah okay yeah maybe that that would be more my thing I didn't even know there was such a thing as uh, he was like yeah but this is sensual bachata and maybe you would like Dominican bachata you know I did not know this. So that got me a little bit curious. And then um, what actually really motivated me into start learning was a conversation that unfortunately it made me, it made me really upset. Like I felt really uh, offended for my Dominican part and culture. So this was, in a conversation with my dance teacher and we were talking about what kind of music uh, we listen to versus the music we dance to. Is the sound okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in that conversation, I went like, I, I, I dance salsa, I love salsa, but when I'm at home, ever since I've been to DR three years, like when I started going to DR three years ago, at, around that time, I was, uh, everything I listen to is bachata when I'm at home. So like, that's the music I picked up, but I don't know how to dance bachata. And she was, she went like, but I'm a bachatera and I also love bachata. And I was like, okay, great. Let me put on some music. So I put on the music that, you know, is bachata. Uh, and I don't remember what, what it was, but it could be like anything from Antonio Santos to Frank Reyes, Zacarias Ferreira. And I was so shocked by her reaction because she went, no, 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 that's Dominican music. That's Dominican bachata. No, she went, that's Dominican bachata. That's, that music is annoying. It's too much pingy, 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 pong. And I, oh my God. And I was like, what? But you call yourself bachatera. So in that moment, <laughs> something just clicked inside of me like, girl, you're Dominican because I felt so offended for, for the culture and the music. And 
she like she also went no but what we do is professional bachata we uh, like uh, because they does modern and central mm-hmm. and she went like this is professional this is advanced dancing with a lot of techniques and stuff like that but if you if you look <laughs> at a dominican <laughs> okay if you look at a dominican uh, when they dance oh, you froze for a second there and then you have other people also saying like bachata uh, dominicans don't know how to dance bachata <laughs> so i was so offended by this and i was like i went home and i was like mom i got some good and bad news but i'm gonna learn how to dance bachata <laughs> so that's that's what uh, really motivated me to to start digging into what was bachata and as i did that like i went on google and youtube and all i could find found around this time was georgette troy and georgette so i would like i would sit on youtube and try to mimic what she was doing like try to practice uh, le- trying to learn bachata through her like uh, workshops demonstrations and stuff like that and it was it was really hard so i didn't get it because it was you know footwork and syncopated steps and i i it just didn't sink in to me mm-hmm. so then one day mom because my mom is my like my superhero <laughs> so she she had like she knew that i really wanted to learn this so she had dig up some good information and she was like I found a perfect guy for you. <laughs> like this guy, he's perfect. <laughs> you know, everybody says like, he brings the real deal. Like, this is what you really want. Uh, if you want to learn how to dance like a Dominican. And I'm like, okay, like one more. And she's like, he will break down the music and really get you into understanding. And so this was Carlos Cinta. So what I ended up doing was buying his online classes mm-hmm. and um, uh, I went through them. And for me, this is such um, important for me to, um, to add this to my story because I would say, and he would, not dis- he would not agree with this, but I would say he's the one who taught me how to dance bachata uh, because through his classes, he provided me with uh, all the foundation, the understanding for the uh, music, and and he, he, you know, he has myth mythbusters and like so much of value in those classes. And he actually had a little bit, a little bit of footwork, like the slides and everything in in there too. <laughs> and, he likes to pretend he doesn't have those things, but he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> so i went through them like by myself i didn't have anybody to dance with um um, i did practice like with the the friend that had invited um no not invited me that had informed me of uh, dominican bachata you know um he i like i practiced with him like one time and he's like 
let's get so good at this and like let's get good at this and then fuse this with other dances and like then teach this and take over the world and i'm like no no, no that is not, no. that's what i've been trying to avoid <laughs> exactly i was like no that's that's not the goal here i just want to i just want to feel like i can connect to my culture and feel like i can dance like a dominican like for me that was so important so i was like no we're not gonna go that way <laughs> um yeah so so then i ended up uh, like going to bachatu i took Calocinta's workshop, I took Georgette, I took Sammy, uh, Edwin and Daniela. Mm. And this was like when I was really, really starting out. Like I, I, for me, I could barely social dance when I went there. <laughs> what year were you in Bachatu? This is 2014. So okay. this is- That was the yeah. year before I went. But as I hear your story, there's like a lot of parallels between when you were learning, like the time we were both learning from Georgette was the same time. Cause I, I started dancing in 2010, but people tried to infect me with like the traditional bachata. It's just like this tingy tingy, you know, like annoying, but eventually, you know, because I went to DR, um, I, I learned that that was not true. You know, I, I came back loving that music, mm. but Georgette was also my first. And I wanted to be like her, which is very hard. And that yeah, there's only one Georgette. You know, she's the only one that dances like that. And then I met Carlos Cinta, end of 2013, going into 2014. I started hiring him. So it's like your path and mine, like as we were learning bachata, we're following the same path. And I went to bachatu in 2015. So I was there the year after you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that year I did not go, no. Yeah, damn. So that's so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like we are two ships, like, crossing paths. Yeah. yeah, and I love that because I guess, like, when other people will watch this, they will probably recognize the things that we are talking about, too. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, and after that, like, I found this group on 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 facebook and if bachata could talk if you've ever heard about the <laughs> infamous group. It. yeah it's yeah. a stressful group <laughs> yeah i know but actually like that group it gave me so much information because it for me that was like a portal kind of to into the uh, bachata community so connecting with other people that's that know a lot about bachata that has this passion for bachata and just i was like they're just sinking in uh, in the information that people were giving and you know you would see different instructors uh, and dance videos a lot of dance videos from dr were shared so i would just be at home and um, and take one of those videos and practice you know trying to to learn and get like the the feeling and the movement and one day i remember i was like i took a video of uh, mitch bachata from paris do you mm -hmm. know him 
And uh, I, I think I've heard of him. Was Mitch Bachata class? Does he go yeah. by that on Facebook? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was very active around this time too. So there was a video of him and a Dominican girl. I think her name was Esther. She had like red pants, I remember. And I was like, oh, I love how she moves. So I would, I would play the video and I, and I told myself like, because I didn't have anybody to practice with. So <laughs> this is what I did <laughs> to learn. So I, would, I was like, okay, let me, let me see if I can mimic uh, what she does. And like, like, like I'm social dancing with him. And then I, I could like probably say that I know how to dance bachata. So I practiced it for like, uh, you know, uh, one day and I was like, oh my God, I nailed it. So the same day, <laughs> yeah, I was, so, I was so thrilled by that actually so the same day i went out to a, a social dance here that had like this uh, dominican bachata music um how do you say um focus yeah um, yeah because gothenburg is a sensual dance uh, city so there was just a small like a small group of people like uh uh, having a social and that night I got to uh, got to learn uh, got to know so many Dominicans here in Gothenburg like five five of them and I I didn't even know any Dominicans here so from that on we started to go out and like social dance and go on out to the clubs and dance together so that that way I could practice what I have got from Carlos Sinta's classes and what I've seen in videos online and actually starting to dance. And uh, I'm, almost I'm almost finished with my story here. <laughs> I've been going on for quite a while now, I know. No, but like a few months after that, I went to the VESA DR6 uh, festival mm -hmm. so that he had in, in DR. So, uh, I'm, I met Carlos Sinta there and Adam Tab and Rodolfo, Nanda, Maria von Bailamar. And I remember the first, the, the first evening, like when there was a social dance, Carlos Sinta told me, he was like, you know, this is the first time I ever see you dance. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, because I look up to him. So I was like, okay, what are, what are you going to tell me? And he's like, you dance exactly like a Dominican because he knew he knew I had learned by him and I'm like oh my god that comment from you is such a huge compliment mm -hmm. yeah yeah Carlos doesn't give out compliments he does not mean at all yeah yeah that's true that's true so I was like oh wow thank you and he and he told me like no 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 you don't understand you you need to teach and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> I'm just <laughs> <I'm> beginning. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here to learn. I'm here to take your classes and learn from you guys. Like, he's like, no, you dance exactly like a Dominican. So even him, like even him, he was like, have you really learned from me? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I'm not lying. <laughs> so, so yeah, from that on, uh, that festival was amazing. I, I got to know so many wonderful people 
and in in the community and from that on Carlosinta started to mentoring me like um you know starting to send me uh how do you say like um lessons uh no challenge challenges home homework yeah <laughs> yeah of how to 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 teach somebody uh, like he would send me a video and like okay if this was your student like what what would you recommend for this person and like what advice and how would you teach them and you know trying to mentor me that way to prepare me for teaching but i was i was still not i was like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i'm just wanting to learn so so that's how i got into this bachata world yeah that's awesome um you answered so many of the questions like i had written down so don't worry about your story being a long time because like i was going to ask a lot of these things anyways yeah. um but it's so funny the way you finished it because i had made a note here in my questions like when i met you um at carlos cintas event i thought you were this like famous teacher and stuff and then in the classes I don't remember how I said it, but you know, when it became clear, like you were not teaching and you were not like necessarily loving the idea of it, but there, both of us were like feeling that way. Like I was there cause I'm a, I'm a teacher professionally. I teach Spanish to kids. And so I love the idea of teaching bachata, but I never quite felt ready with my own dancing. Mm -hmm. um, but I was still there to support Carlos and to see what he wanted, like, to give us so yeah anyways I remember I just being like shocked when you were like I'm not teaching like this stresses me out <laughs> like exactly. what am I doing here I don't know <laughs> oh, God. oh yeah yeah I was actually I I ended up going to his teacher training and uh, like in the last minute because I was at that point in my life, I had actually taken kind of a break from bachata. Uh, I think the teacher training was 2018, right? The spring, spring 2018. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking it was 2017, but you could be right. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I was studying something in school that I didn't feel like this was something for me. And, and I feel like there's something special with bachata and i feel like it's kind of a calling for me i feel like it so because i feel like i've been so blessed with how i how i ended up being here mm -hmm. and as you say like there there's so many that has the same the same uh, impression of me that I was already famous and you know <laughs> and there I am like trying to learn how to teach and like having my own struggles and being timid and stuff like that so um so I ended up uh, I ended up going to the teacher training because I was like no <laughs> uh this is the way uh, direction i want to go in my life and and yeah so i was so thankful that i could go there and be part of that that was really helpful um yeah yeah and i th i mean i think it's also okay like i know you are um you have done teaching um in sweden but i think it's also 
important to recognize that not everybody that's a good dancer has those aspirations to be a teacher because yeah. yeah. I mean if we look at DR there's tons of amazing dancers right because mm-hmm. they grow up with it they practice their whole lives they listen to bachata every day they they dance bachata constantly but that doesn't necessarily mean they know how to teach it it's just something that's in them and and that's okay you know and honestly I feel like we should be cultivating more social dancers that just want to be really freaking good social dancers and mm-hmm. don't necessarily care about the attention being on them or, or teaching others or, or, or making it a job, you know, mm. cause that part is pretty exhausting. Like from my perspective, like another reason I've never really taught was cause I was busy like organizing events and DJing and like promoting things, you know, it was like, what else do I have to give if I start teaching? You know, and, and that's something I probably still will come back around to um, after COVID <laughs> when we can get together again, because I am feeling that I really want to give that to people here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's it's equally awesome when people just want to be a really good social dancer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like for me, um, my dream was never to be a bachata dance teacher. like. I think that it it's um that's why I mean like I feel blessed because I have so many people uh, supporting me without like encouraging me to go that direction like they they have like everybody has been like you have to teach like you should teach like come on girl what what are you waiting for <laughs> you know and I love that because I I love the fact that they believe in me but it's not, it's not, it hasn't been a role that has come natural to me, definitely. Uh, but it's something that I'm like, I'm willing to work on to grow into, definitely. So like, because we need to challenge ourselves and, and grow as a human being and as a person. So for me, that's why I, I also want to go that direction you know, to push myself. And if people feel like I have something of value, then of course I want to help them and to share that with them. So, so I'm very, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's okay to grow into things on your own time. I've definitely been there where I was like, Oh, everyone wants me to do this. I need to grow into it. But not everything happens quickly, you know, and, and sometimes maybe that's not your path. So you just got to kind of like follow it where mm. it takes you. Yeah. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Like I'm not pushing anything. I'm not forcing anything. Like if there's somebody who, who wants to take private classes, then I give them private classes. And if the, if uh, opportunity pops up, then I, I would consider it like, but yeah so when i have been teaching with with adam and and others it's been because they they have invited me and asked me to to join in and and i'm i'm very i'm very humbled for that so yeah well, yeah you totally deserve that oh thank you yeah. and you should start teaching too you should yeah i i think the right. time is coming i i had some dreams about it a month or so ago where I was teaching bachata and I was like, what is this? Like, it's the middle of a pandemic. I can't just start teaching. 
so <laughs> I think that's coming. I think that's coming finally. Um, but I needed, I needed all this downtime, I think, to realize that. Like I needed to cut out a lot of the busyness because mm. I was letting myself get booked for a lot of events and traveling and they would be my friends' events or really fun events where I could see my friends. And mm. so I wanted to do that but I also kind of, I, I was like exhausting myself with mm. it all, you know? Yeah. So I think this time has been very good for me to realize like I want more balance and I want to be able to give more to my local dancers and help mm. them connect mm. to this music. Because even one of the things I see, and this isn't exclusively locally, this is like everywhere is kind of back to what you said, even though it was like, what year did you say like 2013 like the the ideas people have in their head of what Dominican bachata is yeah it's just so skewed like people who have messaged me like oh I can teach Dominican bachata too you should hire me and it's like Dominican bachata is not a syncopated footwork step like that's not what it is like you have to change your whole flow of dancing you change the way you connect to the music, mm. way you connect to the ground, the way you use your body movement, like your entire like swing and your dance is different. And it's, it's exactly what you said earlier. Like you're someone who likes to connect from the hips down. I'm mm. the same. Like I, there was a time where I thought I really wanted to dance central bachata when it mm. first started before it got like super into tricks and it was stuff you couldn't follow. But mm. I kind of learned like all these arm things. Mm -hmm don't make me feel connected to myself or to the music. But when I learned the flow of bachata as it's danced in DR, that was magical for me, you know? So I want to share that and give that opportunity to people who might be more like us that might say like, I don't really like dancing up here, but mm -hmm. when I connect to the floor, something mm -hmm. happens for me, you know? Yes. So, um, if there's one thing you could change about either your specific dance community or the dance community at large, what would you change? Mm, oh, such a <laughs> I could answer it, but I figured I would throw it out there. Oh, oh, you can answer me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, uh, I would say like um, the titles, <laughs> the titles of the dance. Um, can we just let Dominican bachata be bachata? That would be that would be a great start, so that it wouldn't confuse. Like the fusions wouldn't be confusing. What's bachata and snag? Um, Maybe people won't like that answer, but <laughs> yeah, that's, I think it's really important that let bachata be bachata by its real name. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, I think there's a lot of emotions wrapped up in that one and people who love modern bachata mm. and in bachata sensual, I don't think they want to let go of the current name because you know, they love it so much and I get it, but I think it's really confusing in, in the fact that people aren't really faithful to using the names all the time. Yeah. You know, they'll use bachata yeah. as an overall term. And when you start doing that and yeah. everything's bachata, 
it takes away from what bachata actually is. Like it, it takes away that clarity. And that's why we often have to use the words Dominican bachata or traditional bachata or authentic bachata to clarify. But like for years I heard that name at like mm -hmm. DC Bachata Congress here, which is an, a, a super big festival. But like I was never interested in the name authentic bachata. That did, like, even though authentic should be such a powerful word, yeah. it called to me. It didn't educate me. It didn't entice me. You know, it, it was worthless, you know, and had there just been more fidelity to using names a little better, like mm -hmm. maybe if I was like, oh, okay, so this is modern bachata fusion. This is mm -hmm. central bachata fusion. What is bachata? Like that probably would have led to me finding bachata mm -hmm. sooner. I think so. Yeah, I can. I can yeah, get down I with agree. that. I agree because that's kind of just as my my story, because I didn't know because they were saying they were not being specific and like saying this is sensual, this is sensual. They would they they would know probably like the teachers of course and but they would have like a, on the schedule bachata. And you know this stuff like this still happens that in a dance school they will have the schedule it would say bachata and they will have modern or sensual bachata in the dance class but if it's Dominican bachata you know they would have Dominican bachata style and then they will have bachata when it comes to the other dances and it should be the other way around that's yeah. what I think so and just like you said, if I would have known from the start that this was a fusion that I was seeing here in, in, in Sweden, then maybe I would have, like, it wouldn't have taken me such a long way to know what was the difference, you know, and what was really bachata. Yeah. Because, I'm, I mean, like, it could be my own ignorance. Like, when I, when I started going to DR, I wasn't paying attention to bachata dancing because i had already made up my mind what i was seeing here as bachata was not interesting for me you know yeah okay so next question what's one good vibe thing you would add more of to the bachata community or to the dance community at large god you have such hard questions <laughs> i know i know <laughs> I think like this, what you are doing here, this is a perfect example of a good vibe thing that we need to add into the community. Like connecting more and sharing our stories and like sharing our love and experiences and our knowledge about bachata. This is what we need more of. Uh, <laughs> so I'm stealing your idea. <laughs> we co-created this idea. There's no stealing involved. Um, no, but I agree. I feel like, you know, when I was a new dancer, there were veteran dancers before me. They were salseros, but they had so many stories about when they went here and they got to meet this person and nights where they were up and they were at a diner and they were having breakfast. Like, you know, there's just all these stories that people have and we miss them when we don't focus on all the dancers, you know? Mm -hmm. so I totally agree yeah. with your answer. Yeah. And I okay. think like one thing I'm trying to do 
is you know i have a youtube channel so uh i try to i try to uh how do you say it like trying to uh, cut off some cut, cut down some barriers that we can see in this community that it's it's too polished okay and i i myself have some struggles of trying to be a perfectionist like you know but i'm i'm challenging challenging myself and showing the rawness of it all like there's room to there's room for uh making mistakes and missing a beat and just social dancing and like real life moments and you know not everything has to be choreographed and uh, cut off or you know just i'm i'm trying to bring some authenticity in what i what i do at least when i when i upload my videos on on youtube i love that i feel like there was a period of time when i was wasting a lot of my joy in dance worrying about whether i was doing my best whether i was growing like all my dances in order to be fun had to be like as high of a level as i could manage and if it wasn't at that level which when you dance with certain people it just can't be because they're not there and i i was wasting a lot of my own joy and i would also get really mad or embarrassed if i wasn't able to follow or if i messed up and now it's like I mean, I'm still working on shedding that mindset. It, it was put there by the expectations of, of the social dance community at large. Um, but I find way more joy in dancing when I can laugh, when I make a mistake and I bust out laughing, right? Yeah. Um, and if I, especially if I can laugh with that person and like, it's just, it's just the thing. Like everybody messes up. It's okay. You know, like it doesn't ruin your dance. It's not something you have to perseverate on. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we yeah. definitely need to bring more rawness. Yeah. So thank you for, for adding that because, uh, I feel exactly the same, like the pressure that's on you to perform and be perfect and, you know, so that's it's why, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crap. That's why I'm trying to break those barriers for for us for us all you know that it's we don't need to be perfect like this is the whole social media thing also mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so I'm very I'm very yeah. happy that you that you share that your your own thoughts and feelings around that too yeah yeah all right so last two questions we're gonna wrap it up here so after your whole journey from like 2001 2002 until now what does bachata mean to you at this point in your life i know this is another one that's probably hard to articulate uh yeah it is because there's so much much to say but bachata is like it's my it's my baby <laughs> so I feel very protective of her and I just want to see her grow and flourish and I I you know want to share share that joy and love with everybody but bachata means for me you know it's connection 
this is what we are doing right now and you know sharing the love for the music with your friends and feeling the 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 lyrics and the emotions it's like it's therapeutic for me you know the like having the music and ah I always say like bachata gets me <laughs> you know I love that so, bachata gets yeah. me uh, just expressing through the music and through the dancing creating it brings me so much joy but what it means to me it's it's all of that and what I love about it also is the connection that it has brought to me in my life like all the friendships it's like a family you know I feel like I have my tios and tias and my sister and brothers and cousins you know like through our community it feels like i feel like i'm the little sister of everybody <laughs> you know uh, i love that and i i feel that too especially in the batata community like we come together really well to support each other and it is very much a family feeling yeah i love that that's great it means a lot it means a lot to me all right, so the last thing I have here is just some quick questions, which also would be impossible for me to answer because I can never pick favorites. Um, I'm really terrible at picking favorites because depending on how I feel, anything could be different. But um, some final uh, quick questions. So your favorite artist in this moment? Yosca Sarante. Good one. Do you have a favorite song? By him? Oof. Or, uh, or any artist, it could be a different one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, favorite song all time is uh, El Fracaso by Richie Ortega. That song, oh my God, it gets me all the time. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Do you have a favorite instructor? I could guess. <laughs> <laughs> Based on your story, but maybe there's another one that's popped up. No, but he's, uh, Carlos Cinta is still my favorite instructor because he has done a lot, so much for me. But I, I wouldn't want to leave, leave anybody out, but yeah. He's I know, still it's on hard the, to choose. Yeah, he's still on my throne, so yeah. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be really honored and like he's gonna turn red when he hears that, that he's on your throne. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to make sure that he sees this. Um, okay, do you have a favorite social dance partner? Someone that you like, you get each other? Oh, okay. Okay, so all-time favorite, like the best best connection I ever had was with Wilkie. Uh, Wilkie El Gato, the, the video I have uh, on YouTube. Yeah, the like, one that Juan was talking about on Sin Filtro that day. Yeah, yeah, that definitely, that's that's a connection like the first time we danced with each other uh, right away like we took each other's hand and we had a amazing connection and uh, i remember carlos cinta and ron they were being they were on the stage being djs and this was in bachata consentimiento 2015 and <laughs> and they would they would be amazed they was like i could hear them wow we like sharing on and stuff and it's unfortunate nobody filmed this like our first dance or like it's like our first meetup actually uh but yeah 
it, it went like this. It was magical. <laughs> it was such a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was magical. <laughs> Amazing moment. Yeah, I've never met him, but I've also not been able to travel to Europe since I started dancing. So mm. one day, one day I'll make it and try to meet everybody over there. Yes. Okay. Be- Two more questions. Do you have a favorite event to dance? Uh, okay. As love- I already, okay. Huh? Just a place that you just love going to this event. You want to go back all the time. Okay, uh, that was Bachata Consentimiento, that, that one I just mentioned. But I, I would say, right now, I would say Que Lo Que in Stockholm. Okay. I yeah. also want to go to that one. I've been to it twice, both years, and it's amazing. Amazing. Everything so is good. that same weekend is the weekend I host for La Bachata, usually, in September. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. not only would it be really hard for me to get there because of my teaching schedule at school, you know, yeah. Sweden's a pretty long flight for a, a short weekend, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also typically a four little bachata weekend, but we'll see what happens after the pandemic because yeah. I might change it all up. So yeah. hopefully one year I can get there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's, and a the, good time. it's a good time. And the, the last question, what's on your bachata wish list? <laughs> you could ask for, for bachata. Oh my God, um, I always dreamt of being able to see all my favorite bachateros live. Like I'm, I'm bucking the them concert. up. Oh yeah, that like in the same concert and meet and greet them. And maybe like, I, I will probably like be terrified and die <laughs> if I do this, but like be able to dance on the scene of, like the concert uh, that would be so cool <laughs> that is kick-ass yeah <laughs> that is kick-ass mm. awesome well thank you so much for having this first conversation with me I, I adored hearing more about your story and I think there's so much that I personally can resonate with but I think will also resonate with mm-hmm. uh, hopefully all the people that end up listening to this so yeah. um, is there are there any final words that you want to share just thank you so much jessica for this opportunity i'm very humbled for this um and uh, it's been fun sharing my voice (laughs) and i hope um, i hope people will find this interesting and i'm so excited to see where you're gonna take this and see who you will bring on here and and to connect keep connecting with everybody so Awesome. Thank well, you. My pleasure. And yeah. um, last thing, how can people follow you? Oh, um, okay. So I go by the name Isoldita, uh, both on Instagram and on YouTube. So if okay. you just type in Isoldita, you will find my YouTube channel, or you can just type Isolde Bachata on YouTube, and you will find probably many of my videos and uh, you can always connect with me on instagram Perfect. i'm not that i'm not that um uh active on facebook i'm i'm terrible of of that actually so <laughs> so That's slow okay. replies on, on facebook i'm sorry guys <laughs> but by the way where we're going to publish this um i am going my intention is to 
probably I'm going to have to post it to YouTube because of the length. And then mm -hmm. I will put it in a blog on my, on the four level chat, website. But from there I can share it um, to Facebook. I can link it probably to Instagram, like do some clips. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love the thought of that. So we'll see, we'll see where, where this adventure goes. Mm -hmm.